Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this recap episode of Flow Over Fear. And today I'm going to talk about the interview that I just had with Barb Betts. And you can find that interview, uh, the episode before this on Flow Over Fear. So check that out because this was a very wide ranging conversation. Barb is a real estate, owns a real estate company in California. She's also a keynote speaker who speaks on authenticity, which we'll get into. And, uh, and, and she's an educator and just an all around amazing person who has also overcome her fair share of challenges in, in her, her life. But what she's demonstrated is this amazing perseverance. And the stories that she shared were, were stories that we can all learn from. Because when those challenges that seem insurmountable start to hit us, we tend to fall into these traps. And, you know, tell me if you agree, but we tend to fall into these traps of like believing that they're, that they're, that, that they just can't be overcome, that they're the last thing that can happen to, to us, that they're the worst thing that can happen to us, not realizing what miracle is on the other side of those challenges. And that was part of the beauty of this conversation. Was that in talking to Barb, uh, she shared first her story about becoming pregnant at 17 years old, uh, a, a, a situation that, of course, many people might define as 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 insurmountable, as a challenge that's insurmountable, as something that would change people's lives for the worse. Uh, but in her case, a miracle came from beyond that, meaning that. That it, instead of looking at as this as this terrible experience, she and her now husband looked at it as they didn't want to be a statistic, so they chose to lean in. And yes, they woke up and became adults right away, as Barb says. But they also chose not to be a statistic, and they chose to lean into it and become the best parents that they could be. And it shaped their philosophy going forward to the extent that uh, uh, that Barb has built this 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 this, this philosophy around her life that, uh, that being with, present with your children is the most important thing that you can do and that children have to be your priority and children come before everything else. And that was shaped by the, in those, in those moments earlier. And certainly it was a challenge. And certainly they had to overcome a lot, but when you look at where they came from, from that moment, and she and her husband are still married to this day, 26 years later, which is another incredible feat. Um, uh, you look what they've accomplished and it's, and it's amazing. It truly demonstrates what we can achieve if we have the right mindset, if we have the right attitude towards something, if we don't look at our setbacks or these challenges as something that are, that are, that end everything, but instead begin a new miracle. Um, and that happened, you know, multiple times, um, being a real estate, being in the real estate industry during, uh, doing different downturns, having her husband, uh, uh, you know, getting injured a number of times, uh, uh, and, and having to change careers, it ended up that they started working together as partners. Um, and they found that, 
that uh, uh, that their relationship started to thrive even when they were living together and working together through these challenges. And it brought up another important point that I related to very, uh, uh, you know, pretty well. And that was that uh, what Barb said was that in relationships, you either grow together or you grow apart. And that happens and that, that tends to amplify through challenges. I shared this experience with my own wife of uh, uh, who we've been married for about the same amount of time, almost 25 years now. And uh, we met each other very young. We met each other when, when we were 19 or when I was 19 years old, she was 21. And, uh, and when, you know, when we met, certainly I was struggling with alcoholism and, uh, and anxiety disorder and all of that stuff. And for the next 10 years, I would continue to struggle with it. But even through those challenges and, and, and through getting sober and going through the challenges with our own kids and things like that, I found that my wife and I, over the course of those years, have grown together, not apart. That through those challenges, they have strengthened us uh, because that, that, is how, uh, that is how we've come to. And what it has come down to, and Barb had expressed, Barb expressed this, is that um, we had similar goals, similar vision, and similar value for our lives, for, for life in general. That's what came out of, of that. And that's what empowers relationships to, to thrive is when you can be polar opposites like Barb and her husband are. But as long as you have those similar goals that you're at least in the same book or same chapter, as Barb would say, and if, if not necessarily on the same page, you share those same values, you can continue to thrive. Um, additionally, what that took for her to have a thriving relationship with her husband was to make sure that they understood each other's strengths and weaknesses, especially in being a business partners. That's an important aspect. Regardless of who your business partner is, it's, it's important to understand what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are. Lean into those strengths and outsource those weaknesses. Uh, with uh, Barb and her husband, they could do that. With Barb as, as ultimately the boss of the company, uh, you know, she understood that her strength lied in, in, you know, the relationships, in the contracts and things like that, and not necessarily the numbers. That's where her husband thrived. The fact that they could embrace that dynamic and work it, uh, help that, help that relationship to, uh, to, to work out well, uh, part, uh, we talked a lot about these relationships and what works in a relationship and why it works. And a lot of like the, and a lot of the family stuff, which I think is really important because this is such an important perspective coming from someone who started their family so young, became adults very quickly, but then grew into something that was so successful and so thriving. Um, Barb's business in, in real estate became very, very successful. Um, she's well respected in the real estate circles and in, 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 in those industries and beyond for her message of authenticity and all of that kind of stuff. And it's because of the success she's had here. And that is that, that goes into her family and what her philosophy has been, which was she got into this business because she wanted to be an owner. Uh, she wanted that sense of ownership. And I asked her what ownership meant to her because a lot of time we may experience fear because of a lack of alignment. And many of us may, may, be, may not be aligned because we're, we're not very clear on what we want. We have this ethereal uh, notion of what we might want, but a lot of times it's not that clear. Um, so, but, but getting down to the details of what, what that, what that looks like, what ownership looks like, what freedom looks like 
And Barb defined it for herself as designing her life to be the best mom. There's so much clarity in that. Um, so that, that it, it, it helped to lead her down a path of so much more certainty. And when that, when those notions of uncertainty are gone into conviction are, are basically funneled down into this convicted idea, this, this idea uh, of, of what's important to you, what's driving your life, no matter what direction you go into, whether it's real estate or other business or anything else, as long as you can live aligned to that, you can rise above and you could rise above fear. And that takes embracing fear so that you can rise above it and move on and find that focus and that flow. Um, <clears throat> for Barb, that freedom meant that she wanted to design a life where she could be present with her kids and put them first in her life and put that family first in her life so that she could live out her philosophy. And she designed her business so that, that she could set her own schedule and that her clients could pick specific times and that she was not subject to, uh, specifically to the timing of her client's life. We can all get trapped in that, right? I mean, I'm guilty of that, of getting trapped in this idea of, of having to be mired in the business stuff. And maybe we're neglecting other pieces of our life that are important. Is it your health? Is it, is it your relationships? What is it that you might be neglecting because you're putting too much time in this thing that is supposed to be providing you that freedom, providing you that lifestyle design. Think about what freedom means to you, what that, what designing a life or what ownership means to you. Um, and that all meant like how knowing how, uh, how we're wired and, and Barb basically said that in, in any relationships that we have, we knowing how you're wired is important, knowing what you need. Um, whether it's uh, uh, knowing when you both need time together um, and, and away from the family or knowing when you need that alone time or knowing how best you work. Those things are so vitally important. Um, and one of, the, one of the final pieces that we talked about on relationships was the idea of, of how to make that relationship successful in the workplace. Um, and that, that requires something we, we hear a lot, but maybe we don't always do, which is separating work from home. And that is even increasingly hard now as more people are bringing work into home. And that's not, that's not saying that that's a bad thing because I work from home and I love it. I don't like the idea of commuting to an office or anything like that. But when we're working at home, it becomes more important to separate work from home and know how to separate that. Uh, know our strengths and weaknesses, as, she's, as, as she said, and as we already talked about, and that we don't talk about work at home. So at the dinner table, we're not talking about work. We're talking about other things that are more family-related. We're not making work the central part of it. But the most powerful thing that she said, and I want to repeat this, is that from our relationships, we're either growing together, you're growing apart, or those challenges helping us to grow together, together or grow apart. Now, um, Barb has faced her own challenge into adulthood as well, which has been a hair loss uh, journey that she's been on um, that, you know, that as a, as a man, I can relate to the hair loss part of it because I've been losing my hair for some time now. And it was something that I never thought that would happen to me because my grandfather on my mother's side had a full head of hair for all of his life. So I never thought that I would, that would happen to me, but alas, here I am with a big old bald spot on my head. I used to shave my head because one of the things I used to tell myself was, well, if I'm ever going to go bald, I'm just going to shave my head. Um, but I never really felt that that 
you know, was comfortably me. I never felt comfortable with a bald head, like a fully bald head. So I grew my hair back. And fortunately for everybody watching out there, you get to see a full head of hair, at least in front, which is, you know, which at least is totally ego driven for me, by the way, it's not nothing. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, it, that's, that's that, but, but there is there, even for me, for me, it, there's a self-conscious, there's a self-consciousness about this bald spot on my head. Um, and you know, obviously there's, there's not much of a stigma for men going bald, but there is a stigma that exists for women going bald as Barb put it. And that is true. And so I, you know, I, I dug into that a little bit and how, how her journey went there. And of course, for a lot of time, there was a lot of process of, of, of processing that, of working through it, of trying to find solutions. And when she discovered that nothing else was working, um, she started to wear wigs. And to this point, you know, when I first met Barb, I would have never, ever guessed that she was going through this um, because everything looked so natural. And, but, and, but when she shared her story, I was, I was blown away. And, and furthermore, many people who, who approach her talk about how confident she is now, um, in that world. And, and this is the beautiful part was that, you know, by putting on the wig, she was becoming authentic and she was letting go. Uh, she was letting go of, of this and she, she was leaning into authenticity and she was becoming more, co uh, confident. And, um, and, and she realized something truly vital. That was her gift in this world, uh, and that she that she'd expressed to me when when we shared this conversation is that the person that the authentic person that we are is inside of all of us. They're in there. It's in her. It's in me. We have that authentic person in us, and that confidence comes from starting to live as that person, starting to peel away the onion, starting to peel away all of those pieces until we get to that authentic self and living that out unapologetically um, and, and serving the world in the best way we know how. Um, and that led to such an empowering uh, piece for what Barb represents and how she's so confident now is that by, by becoming that authentic, as she put it, becoming authentic is the most attractive thing you can become. Um, it just, it, it makes it so that's where attractiveness comes from is the authenticity. Uh, so today, you know, Barb shares that message on stage. She shares that message with the world and, uh, and she delivers that message of authenticity and she educates people on how to, how to be authentic, how to prioritize, how to reduce overwhelm. And on her social media and through her website and through her speaking, uh, she, you could find her at, at barbbets.com or at barbbets on, on Instagram. Barbbets.com is her website. But you can find all of this great content on how she's speaking about becoming more confident, authenticity, prioritization, um, and reducing overwhelm and, and, and lots of other great content. So check her out there. This was a great conversation on relationships, on authenticity, and uh, in it's something I know we all struggle with because when we're not authentic, when we're misaligned on that front, that's where fear can come in. So we can start to rise above that fear when we learn to, when we learn more about ourselves, when we learn what our philosophies are, when we start to define what we truly want, when we start to live more authentically, we start to rise above fear. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time. Thanks for joining. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do, and I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.